We got one little boy sleeping here and one is awake, but he's listening with his tablet. I just wanted to go over my vibrator stuff before we started. Oh, well, you what? <laughs> my mouth vibrator. Oh, hmm. Oh. Well, since, since you had some VJ cream for it, I don't sure want to know about that. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, well. Left <laughs> All righty, this is the podcast that sounds funny, and today is the week of one one two 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 two. A lot of double digits in there. 11 22 2022. 1122 Boogie Woogie Avenue. Yeah. And uh, it is our episode number, I think it's three or four. Uh, but it's episode 107 is a, is a big, bad, bold number for the whole count. Uh, and I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are Turkey Terry. And Jill. Terrible terror. Back again. And hey, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. Um, Yeah, this is show number three on episode 107. I found my notes finally. Hey, we are joined together and we'd like to open up with uh, basically a bit of what's new. Could be a classic family story. Reading what you're doing. I understand Jill has a visitor uh, to come to yeah, our I show. Yeah, I told her she might have a fun new story she wants to share. I don't know. And, and only one of us on the show <laughs> can tell us what he was doing when Kennedy got shot today. Uh, today yeah, well, I, I was awfully young back then. I'm sure I don't remember <laughs> precisely. <laughs> I was pooping in my diaper. Could be, could be. I bet he was playing Superman. That was his favorite thing when he was a kid. I understand. It, it was early in the morning, so maybe I was having breakfast, sucking on my bottle and eating my baby cereal or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, before yeah. my time. What? Well, no, I, I do have a, an important time. thing of note today. It is my sister-in-law's birthday. Yeah. Who also was born on double digits. She was born on one one two two six six. Oh wow! I know which sister and all that would be then. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> of course I remember that date because it's the day after my anniversary, which was yesterday. Yeah, happy anniversary to you and your wife. What is it? Forty-one years. Forty-one. Yeah. Wow. So that's an accomplishment. Yeah. So that's a little bit of uh, what's new around here. We actually got away from it all and went down to Highland to spend a night in a hotel. And partly because it's our anniversary and, and it's a cool thing to do. And partly because I had a doctor appointment this morning. So it was just a four minute commute to get from a hotel to doctor instead hey, of an that's hour a good long idea. drive. Right. Today or 40 years ago? Well, Today. Last night. <laughs> 40 years ago last night we um got home from our wedding and had a broken water pipe that filled the basement about three and a half feet deep or, or maybe four 
and our neighbors fortunately had a uh, a pump and while we went out to have a steak dinner they pumped out our basement for us because our deep freeze was floating around like a giant oh my goodness Noah's Ark. <laughs> it, it wasn't plugged in it was just being used for storage so a bunch of Christmas oh. decorations in it and it belonged to our landlady but it put out our oil furnace we had no heat we had no hot water we had to snuggle up under our, our wedding gift which was an electric blanket Oh. <laughs> and then nine months later <laughs> we were in North Carolina actually nine months later and it wouldn't be for another year before we had a first little baby on the way yep. so that's a little bit of classic family story there so you got funny stories to tell us Terry uh, that are clean. That are clean. <laughs> I've got painful ones about my my teeth, you know, because it's still hurting. I had, I ran out of pain pills, and so I called uh, Walmart pharmacy to see. I knew they'd tell me no. I said, "Can I get a prescription of my tramadol?" And they said, "No." I said, "Well, what do I need to do?" They said, "Well, go back to the dentist." And I said, "My dentist is from Jamaica, and." Where they have all that ganja, but yet he won't give me no pain prescription. Yeah, really. <laughs> I said, I'll just go to the emergency room. And, and she says. You would think he would just dish out fentanyl to you. She says, I wouldn't go to the emergency room. You might get COVID or RSV or something like that. And I'm like, well, where am I supposed to go? And she's like, well, don't you have a doctor? And I go, well, yeah, but they won't give me anything either. You have to go to the emergency room to get pain pills. If they're in pain, they should sub. sub, sub prescribe something but then i was like oh wait a minute you know my my wife's sister said well i got some leftover she had some pain pills that didn't mix well with her seizure meds and i said well i'll take them and yeah so i got me a few oxycodone well, well it's just really simple you just go into east st louis on the main drag and it's pick, a up, pick up some fentanyl some heroin some, some of the good yeah, stuff i don't need that joe I just want to little something to take the pain away. You go to your uh, your your city sidewalk pharmacist. Public service announcement: You two are both crazy. You're not supposed to share drugs. Or do no, yeah, it, it, we're just joking. No, no. Uh oh, my Alexa's talking to me. We do not condone. <laughs> yeah, we don't condone uses of drugs. We're just joking about it. Uh, just put your medication in my medication bottle and it's not sharing. Yeah, even the dog says, bark, bark, don't do it. Bark, bark, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though it's the same stuff I was taking, you know, but anyway. Yeah, I don't have anything funny either. I had to go give blood this morning. I've been having to do calcium tests. And uh, evidently I have no blood left in me because the one nurse poked me twice and couldn't get any blood coming out. So another hmm. nurse came in and she got it right away. But that first nurse just could not, she said it started coming out and it just stopped. I said, oh. there, see, I've been, I've been sucked dry uh, by vampires. Let me go. Shut and, door. And, and little did you know, you've been wondering since Halloween, where those two little scabs came from on the side of your neck. I have been wondering all about that. <laughs> 
No wonder I have no blood left. Ah. Actually, that vampire cut my throat. I got a scab <laughs> all the way across it from that surgery. I had oh, yeah. Week. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was last Tuesday. That's why we podcasted Monday without Perry. Yeah, because he was busy doing some taking care of business, actually. Yeah. We, we thought it was his, his sore mouth, which is probably part of it. Yeah, That's he got good. to go eat ice cream and cool his mouth off. I bet that made his teeth or his gums feel better. Yeah. Well, yesterday, so, I yeah. thought it would be funny. I actually attempted it, but I did succeed in eating a big, giant dill pickle. Oh, nah. we'd have to cut that up in little pieces like relish. Well, yeah. at, at least get get it out, the skin off of it. Then the insides are usually yeah. soft and chewy. Right. <laughs> That's what I did. It's like, I have my top teeth in. But I don't have the bottoms because that's where they did the surgery, but and it's still swollen up. So I would take the piece and cut it, slice it, then cut it in half. Then I'd suck the juice out of it. And then I'd use my thumb as my bottom teeth and push it up against my top teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I'd chew it up that way. <laughs> yeah. So does our, our guest visitor want to add anything before you want to add any funny stories anything funny happened in your life megan this last week oh you got to tell about ashley sneezing <laughs> she's been staying at her sister's house she came home friday saturday saturday morning and ashley heard her back she threw it out somehow mm-hmm. and she had to sneeze and that's yeah. the start of the story and she can take it from there <laughs> So every time she sneezes, she has her face covered, and she has a, her other hand at the top of her butt crack. <laughs> yeah. So she sneezes and pushes thrusts way forward. It looks like she's trying not to poo herself. <laughs> 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 she was leaning against her back window. She has two sliding glass doors on the back of her house, and there's a little, little brown to, stripe on the glass or something. You're saying <laughs> <laughs> she leaned against it to brace herself, and she's like. Oh gosh, I can only imagine what my neighbor's saying with my butt pressed against the window, <laughs> her hand over it, covering it. So she wrapped herself in her curtain and sneezed. <laughs> no. It was funny. It's funny when you sneeze, you don't realize all the muscles you use. And yeah, these are core body uh, muscles. Yeah. Yeah, because I know when I sneezed. Yeah, she last night. Over and she couldn't last... straighten up. She was bent over. Yeah, kind of. She it hurt her to straighten up. She was That's what I mean. That she. She's bent over. Okay, I see. Usually when you sneeze, you know, you cover your mouth. Last night, I was holding my neck because of the scar on my neck. I was like, I got to sneeze. And so I sneezed. You, you, my you sneeze out your neck. Well, I did, it hurt to sneeze. <laughs> and I was trying to hold the muscles in my neck so they wouldn't hurt. And I didn't cover my mouth. And I sneezed all over my husband. And he's like, thanks. It was under my, he was laying in bed and I had it under my pillow. <laughs> That, that reminds me of the joke where the, the new worker at a pharmacy had a customer come up with a with uh, diarrhea. Uh, no, no, he he had had a, had a cough, had a bad cough, and so he, he gave him diarrhea medicine, uh, to, you know, to make loosen up his bowels. And the pharmacist, when he, the guy walked out, was says, "You idiot! What do you think you're doing?" He, he had a cough, not you know. Need the need for loose bowels. He goes, Yeah, but look at him. He's just too afraid to cough. <laughs> Coughing, something might shoot out the back door. <laughs> ah. 
Well, that's why I thought was it happened to Ashley. <laughs> she needed something like that. Maybe if she jerked just right and make her back quit hurting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gave her something else to worry about besides her back. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing all these names, stalkers. Yes. But she's here. She can say her name, and I had to say Ashley's yeah. name because that's who the story's about. <laughs> that's the rules. Yeah. Didn't say no last names though. Their last name is Jones. Jones, yes, definitely. Yeah. Smith. <laughs> hey, she used to be famous. She used to be Megan Kelly, this one here, but now yeah. she's not Megan Kelly anymore. Well, I was I was gonna tell somebody her day that uh that I, I knew Megan Kelly and <laughs> It was funny. I know when where she lives at, she went for different interviews years ago. And when she put down Megan Riles, you know, they had to look twice because they thought maybe she was the the reporter. No, we, she might be the same age as that reporter. No, I sat down for my interview. I don't know how old uh, the the journalist. Do you know is. how old the journalist is, Megan? I don't. I, I think she might be older, but not by very much. And so. Uh, Megan Kelly's a reporter and Jill Kelly's a stripper. Yeah, wow, yeah, true. My secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the stripper in Springfield, Illinois. Little did you know. Yep. Go to Springfield, look for strippers, and you'll find her. Yeah, you can, that's you what can I've really been get to go look at Jill in. Yeah, that's deja vu. That's where my other brother-in-law told me he seen a newspaper article years ago that said that that's where I was. <laughs> that, so. He that's knew what I, I was? did during the day. <laughs> Terry's coughing. I did what you said. That's what he said I did during the day. He saw oh. a newspaper article about it. Yeah. He knew what my day job was. <laughs> That's what he did when you when George went to work. He just went to Springfield. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh my! We should probably get moving. Uh, oh shoot! Oh come on, fat boy! I'm really in the groove. To our random topic. Which Spin we, that wheel. Okay. I don't know if we did this one or not, um, but let's guess the year. And all of these are headlines. And we have to guess what year these events happened. Oh, here we go. Um, in the Super Bowl, the uh, Baltimore Colts defeat the Cowboys 16 to 13 in Miami, Florida. He's going to guess this right away, so I might as well just sit here and wait. <laughs> I, I would give it a Super Bowl number, but they just had, just had to count up when the Super Bowl started to figure it out. But Yeah, I, I, could, I know when it started. I was hoping it'd be something like that. Did you want oh, the Super Bowl number of the year? Let's say the year. Well, the, the year. year the, the Colts beat the Cowboys uh, in Florida. Probably. Ninety-two. Nope. Okay, I'm gonna guess ninety-three. No. No. Apollo fourteen carrying Alan Shepard. Uh, Alan Shepard, Stuart Rusa, and Victor. Somebody did a successful lunar mission. Sixty-nine. So basically, 
After Apollo 13, they had Apollo 14. Okay, then 73. Mm. No? <laughs> 72. Nope. Getting close. Let him guess. Get another. Some of these are pretty, pretty off the wall. Um, for example, uh, the emergency broadcast system sends an erroneous warning. Many radio stations ignore it. I'm like, wow, don't they always? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, 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 if you know, I mean, you could use that, but that's one of the, I'm just trying to bypass bizarre stuff like that. Huh. Um, that's, uh, I thought that was recent. <laughs> yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> uh, here's one. Congress discontinues funding for a supersonic transport. 1971. And, uh, huh? I was going to say that. 71. I was going to say that because when you said that you go by years of something that's happened, I know something that happened. In well, 70. I was going to say 1971 <laughs> on the last answer because Apollo 13 and stuff was in 1969. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. A year uh, later when they launched another one. So, Well, I, th I think <laughs> uh, they landed on the moon in 69, no. maybe it was 68. So, yeah, that'll put it about right. Yeah, Apollo 14 um, and uh, what the, the, the Super Bowl, the SSTs. No I know the last time they were on the moon was in 72. Yeah. Now getting ready to go back now. But yeah, I hadn't fully gone through that year because I always like to, to pull out ones that are a little more easy for us and not so bizarre, like, you know, emergency broadcast system erroneously sends out a signal. Yeah, you know, like our baby brother was born that year. <laughs> That's yeah. All I say. <laughs> but uh, I definitely need to find some more. Years to fill out because I, I don't have a lot of those. But hey, there those we go. Fun. Those are fun, but I'm tired of Terry beating me. <laughs> I know. I said it first, but then you didn't hear me, and then she said it, so we both had it. But... I, I thought that's what you said, but I mean, you said it first, but it doesn't matter if you said it or not. You you still said it first, so yeah. But, yeah. He wins the million dollar prize. <laughs> he he wins the Powerball. So that sounds funny, Powerball. Worth, we don't have any money. Think <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's well, the million dollar prize you can give us out. <laughs> with uh, that said, try with that, big boy. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something. We more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helpsleep. That is front slash T H O G A N. H E L T 
S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Uh-huh. I think we've learned that already. I do, too. It, it is time then to transition to news. No. Does Megan have any news? Uh, she's in the kitchen checking her bread again. Her news is there's a bun in the oven. What? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> there's bread in my oven. <laughs> he said, wondered if you had any news. Fox? You don't have any Fox News? No Fox News? Megan no Fox Play? News? Megan Fox? Megan Kelly? Oh, that's she right. might work for Fox News. <laughs> well, no, I'm in Fox News with Megan Kelly. Fox News. Nope. You know, <laughs> Donald Trump says fake news, you know? Uh, He's like diarrhea. He's running again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have a story. It's yeah, tell a us your story. Short one. A a an archer in from Den, 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 Denmark. Um, uh, an archer shooting a bow and arrow breaks a world record by shooting seven arrows through a keyhole. Oh. Then, I was going to say into his crotch. That's oh. really like he, did, like he did with the watermelons or whatever that was. He, he did. And it's really Lars Anderson was his name if you want to look him up. But anyway, um, not William Tell, huh? And it doesn't have like a David Rush like in a minute or in five minutes, you know. Yeah, I wonder how far he was. Did he have to stand a certain right. distance yeah. away or it's it just says like the keyhole was a tiny keyhole. It was only like 10 millimeters in diameter. Hmm. And it says the guy shot arrows with no uh, with no feathering on it. So oh wow. They would have got stuck in the keyhole. I don't think so, but still, you know, but um I don't know if he just went. Phew, 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 phew. I mean, literally, it, ten millimeters. You're putting it like it's a like an arrow size. I know diameter. that's about the diameter of an arrow, really. Putting arrows to the same hole, basically. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. And I don't want to be the one standing on the other side of that door catching the arrows as they came through that keyhole. You can, you can be the one with an apple on your head. <laughs> Put an apple on somebody's head, yeah. Put them on the and other side. That's, I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> it for that story. It's just a short little thing, but I was going to throw it out last week, but I wasn't here, so. <laughs> yeah. About the crazy snowfall that they got in New York, 66 inches and more in some places. Can you imagine going out looking for your car to go to work in the morning and it's buried under a snow pile? I lived in Michigan, yeah. You've had that happen before, huh? I could imagine snow that deep. Sure, I've been in it. In in this area where we live, they freak out if we get an inch or two, and I can't I even imagine that much. The world closes down for that. That does. But there's not much about that. It was just I, oh. I don't know. I looked at odd news, and I didn't care for any of the stories. So I looked at regular news, and I was like, well, that's. Well, there's plenty of funny no. stuff in regular news this week. I'll tell yeah. you what. I don't even want to go there. 
There was a lot of crazy things, yeah. Five three to upper bay door. Five three to upper bay door. Uh, but anyway, I, being how it's Thanksgiving this week, which we haven't really mentioned, I thought I would find some food related stories. I really couldn't find many, but I found this one. A woman sues over a ban on feeding homeless people in the park. What? <laughs> yeah, in uh, Wallet City, uh, Arizona, uh, a woman was arrested for feeding homeless people in West Arizona. There's a local ordinance that uh, regulates food sharing in public parks. So I guess she's like that lady on Mary Poppins, tuppence a bag, tuppence a bag, feed the people. <laughs> I have to watch uh, Mary Poppins again. <laughs> Norma Thornton, 78, uh, became the first person arrested under, oh, Bullhead City, that's what my voice was saying earlier, under the new ordinance uh, for uh, feed, dishing out prepared food from a van at Bullhead mm. Community Park. Uh, and uh, it's uh, part. The lawyer said it's part of a nationwide effort to let people see the need. You know, homeless people being fed. You know uh, why? So she was arrested for feeding the homeless people. Yeah, giving right. them food that she prepared, because, and because that's dumb. she she's a re, she's a retired restaurant owner. Because like whenever, whenever you like feed a cat, it keeps coming back. Yeah, so maybe they don't want the homeless people to keep coming back. <laughs> oh. I, I, I think that's what the ordinance probably is all about. But yeah. she's a retired restaurant owner who uh, moved to Bullhead City to do something uh, good for the community. Uh, of course, the, the charges were eventually dropped, um, but. Uh, what turns out is that the mayor says that the ordinance only applies to public parks. So uh, churches, clubs, private properties are all free to serve food. So in other so words, she should have invited these people to her house and, you know, had like a walk well, through. She could have parked a van across the street from the park. And I guess in a way I understand that because kids are at the park and you, some homeless people are right. disturbed. Some are okay, but some do have mental problems and you don't yeah. want to have that around your kids sometimes. And, and I think that's that's it is they want to keep the kids safe, keep the parks safe and clean. They want to have any homeless encampments there. And like Terry said, you feed them, they're going to come back. And But they do need to be cared for. And if she wants to do that, that's fine. And even the mayor says he's not really stopping her. Just don't do it in the city park, in the public right. park. Right. Yeah. See, my daughter that's here right now helps out where she lives. They have some kind of a trailer that they take to the middle of the city where homeless people are at, and they can go in and shower. Shower, right. shower up. And they did that a couple weekends ago, didn't you? Yep. She was ba bathing the homeless. Wow. <laughs> She was bathing them. Maybe that you know, helping them clean up. They give them what is it, underwear and socks? Socks and underwear and um, you know, soaps and if they need a razor. 
stuff like that, and they go inside. So, this, so you are like putting their underwear on and, and soaps them up. My hair well, no, you don't go in and scrub them. <laughs> they go in themselves. She wasn't giving them the shower. She was just allowing them. Who wants to volunteer to be the soap scrubber? When I stepped out the tub and put my feet on the floor, I wrapped the towel around me and I opened the door. And in a splish splash, I jumped back in the bath. I got the back scrub right here. It's a trailer, Mom, that pulls... Oh. Pulls behind, it's like a trailer that pulls behind the truck. Not like a semi-trailer, but it has oh. three separate showers in it. And they hook up water to it, and they have oh. a propane tank to heat it up and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, so they go in there. So she helps homeless people too, but she didn't get arrested for it. So that's good. <laughs> but but she, she had she had a bigger crowd because she she had a big sign saying, <laughs> "Megan Kelly will give you a bath oh. today, today only." So there's like a big flock of like uh, homeless conservative men. I want a bath by Megan Kelly. Yeah, give me a bath. <laughs> she says like, she even they got to give them food and stuff, but you can't give them money. The church yeah. just put it on, so I mean it's watched over. Well, there's there's plenty of ways to help homeless people and people in need, uh, but you do have to kind of know what the ordinances are because you know, you got to also watch out for the citizens, you know, law-abiding people. But anyway, that's all I got there. I had to do this story next because we all know somebody who kind of walks around almost all day long with earbuds in their ear. Oh, I wonder <laughs> who that would be, <laughs> Keith. But a British man. No, I, I don't wear them in my ear, but go ahead. A British man. Well, you should be like, he looks like you're in the CIA or something. But anyway, uh, a British man thought he was going deaf. And so he bought a home endoscope kit and checked it out. And he went to the doctor and he had a piece of an earbud lodged in his ear for five years. Hmm. For five years, he had to. The little rubber tip on the end came off (laughs) in there. And he thought he was going deaf. And so then they extracted it and he's got perfect hearing again. Oh Pulls out. Where'd, where'd my tip go? My earbud. Look on, on the floor. <laughs> the nightstand. Where'd it go? <laughs> Look what they found in my ear. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even the end in, in the earbuds like that. I don't like to push them in. I, I, I leave them halfway tucked out. That way I can hear around me, so I don't really cram them in. I really hate to do that. I just use one earbud, no matter what kind, right. and that way I hear around me still. He had so. that like, right. annoying ringing in his ears, like my telephone likes to do. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. that hasn't happened yet. Well, <laughs> the, these days I wear aftershocks, which are bone conducting. Now, I, don't, I don't wear them all day because uh, they do need to charge up. Right. They, they only take about an hour to charge. They're really fast. But I, I generally, once I need to charge, I'll just plug them in and drop them on my desk, and I'll come back to them later. Uh, or, or like right now, I have a headset that only has an ear earbud on one side, and the other ear is open. And so this guy was in, from England, so he said uh, when the doctor oh, took it out, God. the fog in his head cleared instantly. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's always foggy. 
I, I had <laughs> some really bad wax build up in my ear. I don't know, maybe a year or so ago or more. And when once they treated, they put you know drops and they this stuff that goes and sizzles in your head. It eventually cleared up and it was just fine. But yeah, it will block and you can't hardly hear anything out of it. Well, now on Shrek, they get that out of there and they make candles with it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you probably could, they, they could have put put a wick in my ear and just lit it. Ooh, yeah. Guy, they were in, what is the airport in New York City called? Dulles Kennedy? Airport. JFK. Oh, yeah. JFK, I think Dulles. it is, yeah. Mm. Uh, this guy got on a plane in Warsaw, Poland. I don't know why he didn't know where he was going, <laughs> but when it landed, it was in New York City, and he woke up and evidently didn't want to be in New York City because he became very belligerent to the stewardesses and was banging on the uh, cockpit door. And so they had to... Uh, tie him up you know and send him off to the police and then they were actually going to send him to make sure he was uh not crazy hmm. and i was like wow like once again a crazy thing you go out looking for your car you get on a plane and i don't know why like i said you think you're getting on the plane you know where you're going hmm. well you know our brother steve once got on an airplane to head west it ended up in like florida <laughs> <laughs> oh, that happened to use the oh well I, I didn't know it till they, they were in the sky they said they're going to be going to florida I, I forget how i got it mixed up i think there was like side by side at the terminal or something i don't know <laughs> that or it was one of those where you have to take well, a roundabout I, way to get to wherever he's i'll have to ask him again but he i, I know he ended up is going to go i think west to get a guide dog or something end up going like east and then once they found out, they, they went ahead and corrected it for him because it was kind of an honest mistake that somebody made. Oh. And he ended up making it to his destination. But he got there like going all the way across the country. <laughs> well, I wow. was leaving I was leaving from Chicago to fly to St. Louis not long ago. And there was this big storm. And so I could either, you know, wait for the next flight which was going to be later that night or they could put me on the f this other flight they flew me from chicago to like south carolina and then from south carolina to st louis and i got in st louis at about the same time i would have if i would have sat in chicago waiting at the airport but they said you can wait here in the airport or you can go on the airplane and take a free trip there and i go okay so I jumped on the plane. Well, no, you, you, you just waited and, and traveled instead of waited as they stationary. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I got to look out the window and see nothing. But you know. hey, the only difference is in the airplane, the bathrooms are probably smaller. <laughs> the, he he had a chance terminal. to talk to the stewardesses and get the phone number. Hey, what are you doing after work? Then yeah. when yes. it landed, he got belligerent and started banging on the door. <laughs> yeah, let me out. Let me out. Where am I? <laughs> Look, on the wing. Uh, it's a gremlin. Uh. <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> it, in fact, it is a food story. But also, oddly enough, has to do with airplanes. The <laughs> TSA, the you know, security people, handgun found in a raw chicken at the airport. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> a raw chicken? 
a raw chicken with a handgun. Fort Lauderdale uh, security officers in the South Florida airport have recorded or reported finding a handgun packed inside of a raw chicken inside of a traveler's carry-on luggage. Why would you be taking a raw chicken oh, with you on Exactly. Uh, now, see, uh, they post information. Okay. This, uh, I got to find this last paragraph here because it is so hilarious. Here we go. Let me try to quote this here. According to the TSA, uh, food and other non-liquid food items are permitted in bulk carry-on and check bags as long as they're packed in dry ice. So it's legal for the guy to take the raw chicken as long as it's packed in raw ice. Uh, Not with a gun (laughs) Unloaded firearms are also legal to take on board inside check bags, but they must be declared at the ticket counter and packed in a, a hard-sided container. Now, oh, some chicken's hard-sided. So I guess maybe he thought the chicken was a hard-sided container. I'm going to stuff this p- pistol inside the chicken to take it with me. Oh, something to eat? Then I can shoot somebody or whatever. <laughs> or, or maybe he thought, oh, yeah, uh, I can pack my pistol and the, the chicken needs to be packed. Oh, no, the chicken will be packing. Lay that pistol down, babe. Lay that pistol down. Pistol packing, mama. Lay that pistol down. <laughs> I'm going to be packing my 57 Magnum. Packing my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I have on that one. It's kind of funny the chicken was packing, packing a gun on the airport. Yeah. How, how tall are you, Keith? About Me? Six, 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 five. Okay. There's a woman in Houston who stands six foot nine inches and mm. has, according to Guinness Book of World Records, has the biggest feet on a female. Oh. And she has uh, her feet, it measures uh, 13 inches. And it says that she wears a, a, a 13.03 inches, size 18. Oh, wow. Inches, or size 16 in men's. Wow. Oh. And I'm like, well, my I wear size 13, but does that mean that my feet are three inches smaller than my shoe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how they arrive at sizes. I always thought you know each inch was a shoe size, but obviously I'm, I'm mistaken on that. <laughs> but she she stands three inches shorter than the tallest living woman, you know, which she's a uh, seven foot. Uh, seven foot one, then. Wait. Seven feet point seven inches tall. Uh, huh. Somebody in Turkey. <laughs> Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, I knew we could make it about Thanksgiving yeah <laughs> but I have more turkey coming but anyway um, Keith had turkey and he, Keith had chicken <laughs> I didn't have anything yeah, to do on uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> and she always has to order all her shoes offline 
um because nobody carries them and and then she wears the boxes instead of the shoes <laughs> <laughs> well you you can find them that big they gotta be a special order though yeah and i was looking on amazon one day for some like combat boots to wear they do make them as big as i think 16. Uh, and i was trying to see oh well i have one more if i can squeeze well, it in. i i got one more if jill's all done go ahead go ahead seeing uh, as how of course thanksgiving transitions into christmas um the top light bright and masters of the universe make it into the toy hall of fame so there's some gift ideas for you <laughs> um listen got some pictures of oh, rochester new york the national toy hall of fame um has voted on an object dating to ancient times a line of muscle-bound action figures and an iconic uh art a uh, symbol that uses colorful pegs. Uh, the Hall on Thursday announced the top Masters of the Universe and Light Bright as this year's inductees. Uh, the trio of toys was chosen from a field of 12 finalists that also included Bingo, Catton, Nerf, the Pinata, Face Paint, Pound puppies, Racco, and Firebrand. Those are all runner-ups. Oh, I would have picked Spirograph if it was me, but um, but then it goes on to describe a little bit of information about their finalists, about the top uh, being a childhood staple of many cultures in Asia, Europe, the Americas, Australia, uh, according to the Hall. Uh, and that um, uh, a little more historical info about the top and Hasbro's light right has maintained popularity for more than 50 years wow and it it came out the same year as my sister-in-law was born <laughs> and someone on this podcast was born guess the year 1966 yeah <laughs> That's when it came out. I remember when it came out. I remember the commercials for it. And it came out on Route 66. (laughs) But uh, it was marketed as a magic light box. And uh, of course, encourages kids to make glowing pictures by pushing the colorful tags into an illuminated black background. And, it had and so, kids loved and them so much, but the, if you uh, left them pegs on the floor, your parents stepped on them, you were in trouble. <laughs> yeah, like like stepping on a Lego. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then finally, the Masters of the Universe, He-Man and Orko and all Battle Cat. Uh, of course, it's their top-rated toy, and there's a little bit of history on that uh, and how uh, kids spend lots of time and, and play and like the opportunity to project themselves into the role, the hero, uh, and so forth. And the Masters of the Universe does that. So, so for some toy ideas, there you go. The top three toys in the Hall of Fame this year. Cool. And my last story involves uh, a North Carolina couple 
went on vacation to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, where they caught on film a big black bear breaking into a car and stealing a bag of popcorn. Ah. <laughs> because Terry, let's just popcorn just land her in. I can't <laughs> eat it right now. I can't eat it. <laughs> Right now, I need more teeth, but there's a what about popcorn going? I know it's here in the car. They watched the bear, <laughs> and not only did he break into one car and steal a bag of popcorn, he went down the road a little bit. Well, they were in a campground, so they went down to the next little campsite. He got in the car and he stole the bag of potato chips. Oh, wow, popcorn potato chips. He's looking for the dip now. <laughs> wow. anyway. Which car has the soda in it and the, and the dumb pickle on the stick? And they said, they told authorities, we've never seen anything like that before. And I'm thinking, you never watched Yogi Bear? <laughs> Bears are always stealing food, any kind of wild real life, animal. Real life Yogi Bear right there. And he, He's learned about the picnic baskets. He's looking for the cars. Let me see your car. That's a picnic <laughs> basket shaped like a car. Yeah. And the uh unlo- oh he got into a van too oh if, if the van is found the rocket don't come to the back door knocking for the bear let me out let me out let me out it it was an educational experience don't go leaving food in your cars <laughs> yeah because that bear knows how to open that door Oh man, that's making my face hurt to laugh. Oh god. Okay. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> Gotta go down to your mm. city street pharmacist and grab something. Well, this looks like the place. You're glad Andy asked me over. Who's there? It's me, Andy, Jack Benny. What do you want? Well, if that's all we got. <laughs> Then we're ready for some weird words. Weird words. And, and Megan can guess too. Yes, I got an earbud and she can't hear him. So our first word we got is. Everybody shut up. Uh, oh, copacetic. Copacetic. Can we spell it? I'm not. You could if you want, but I know what it means. It's kind of like uh, everything is all hunky dory. You know, are you cool with that kind of a thing? Ding, 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 ding. It's he when, got it right. When two people <laughs> are pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, since Keith got that right, we'll move on to our next word. <laughs> I ruined all the fun. Mm. Oh, I don't know. She didn't say it first. I can spell this one first and then I can say it. Or you can say it. M O M. Yeah. Mom. Hello? N I S E N T. Mom-nicent. Mom missing. Mom is missing. Where did she go? 
Look, the bathroom door is locked and the lights are on. Mama's missing. Mom. Mom. Mom missing. It is something that resembles mom, but is maybe not your mom. Uh, it's reminiscent of mom. It can only be in one place at one time. Mom isn't in it. <laughs> You're the ugly mom. <laughs> in the photo, it's not there. It does have to do with moms. You um, don't. Well, it should. <laughs> it does. It starts does. off that way. <laughs> it's um. You know how moms always have that secret thing to know their kids are up to something. You have eyes in the back of your head. Uh, spidey detection, a sixth sense, or however you spidey want to say it, that they can tell. There's spidey senses are tingling. Your mom has Yeah. Ah, the eyes on the back of the head. Well, the, yeah. the, the the trick to that is when the kids stop making noise, something's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they're making noise, everything's all right. Hmm. Noise stops. So, go check on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Our next word is mathematic. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate. Okay. I have a heck of a time saying some of these. M A F F I C K. Mathic. F like in Frank. M A F F I C K. M I S S. F Frank. F I S S. Physic. Physic. Two Fs. Oh, two Fs in the middle. I C K. F. Myth. Mythic. Mafic. Mafic. Yeah. They didn't know how to say maverick, so they say maverick. <laughs> Somebody with a hair lip saying mathematics. Someone do something mathematic. Mathic. Mathics. It's a bunch um, of mom traffic. Well, I suppose that's how maverick acts sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this word is to mean it means. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Maybe. Celebrate and act crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I know some kids like that. They don't yeah, need to I was read. Say, if you know any little four or five year olds, they, they're very mathic. So mathic. Stop being so mathic. Their life is mathic sometimes. Uh, excuse me. Mm, sorry. I had to. Oh, my Lord. This next word. This next word, you guys are really not going to lie. <laughs> You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission, and that's why I think it's a good time. Let me see if I can get it on. Fart blossom. Oh. Tempo mastenoid next to me. Yeah, we're not gonna get to that one at all. You better yeah. spell it. Moving of somebody part. Now you want me to spell it? <laughs> uh, Tefo Massa, what? Ectomy? Yeah, and then with ectomy. That's the removal of. 
<laughs> removal of somebody's something. Huh. <laughs> the removal of your tissomaphics. The removal of the thing you celebrate crazily Tiphonomastenoid ectomy. Tephomonasamoid. <laughs> wow. Removal of your mis- It's a body part. Mastoid <laughs> thing. It's the removal of, you know, your thing, you know. I picked it up and ran to town as happy as a king. I took it to a guy I knew who'd buy most anything. But this is what he hollered at me as I walked in his shop. Oh, get out of here with that. Before I call a cop. Oh, get out of here with that. Before I call a cop. <laughs> yeah, the thing you celebrate with, crazily. No, your thing, you know, your thing, you know. Way too true. <laughs> yeah. The well, you is- know. Uh, go ahead, Gus. <laughs> uh, is Megan got a guess? Do you have any ideas? Removal of something, she said. Yeah, removal of somebody part, but I don't know. That's that's my answer too. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> removal of um, a body part. Now tell us yes. what the body part is. It's a surgical procedure to treat a damaged eardrum. Uh, It takes out bones in the middle of your ear. Your eardrum. Your middle ear. Like the hammer and anvil in in your ear bones. Wow. It could be the removal of part of your earbud, too, left. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. (laughs) That was kind of funny that that happened to be one of his stories today, and that word. That we're never going to hear again. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> that was the procedure they did. Uh, oh, colonoscopy, whatever. said, recombobulate. Um, yeah, I might of, know that one. Instead of discombobulate, where you take it apart, you recombobulate it and put it back together. That's my guess too. Reassemble it's, something. Yeah. To reorient, yeah. All right. I'm discombobulated. You're confused and lost of direction. You so. got that right. Recombobulate. The next word's kind of fun. It's only three letters. Like I could care less. That means you do care. Oh, oh, oh. I you a little C W M. T W C W M. Um. Did you say yeah, I was gonna say they. I, um. well, I guess technically W would be a UU, so cum like vacuum. Did you say C like Charlie or T like yeah. T? C yeah. like Charlie W like, like cool them over here. Do your do the C-U-M. dishes. What's a whiskey? W whiskey. C U M. No C W W Charlie whiskey Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The double U would uh, be like a UU, so it'd be cuum, like a vacuum. It's a, a test tube. It's a it sounds like it's maybe a Greek word or something, like but I can't think of what it would be. It's one like, of those that says it's good to have during Scrabble games when you have no vowels. Arise, like get up or arise. No. No. I have no idea. 
It's a word with Welsh etymology. You better slow down and use the right pronoun. Show the world you're no clown. That describes the the hollow on the side of a mountain. So why don't they call it a cave? <laughs> yeah, your your description makes no sense either, Jill. <laughs> so, That's just reading between my telling me. So between my mountains, I have a cave. Uh, and on your chest you have a cave there you go (laughs) in between your mighty pecs huh in between my mountains my man boobs yeah this i was being more nice about it by calling them mighty (laughs) pecs but yeah (laughs) our next word is Repultant. Repultant. You pulse it once and you're going to repult it and do it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> do it again. Do that pultant again. Yeah. Well, I thought that was a chicken. R-E-P-U-L-T-E-N-T. Repultant. Repultant. You're going to pull your tent again. You're going to pull that tent across uh, the ground. Set it up in a different place. You're going to repull the tent. It has nothing to do with the tent. <laughs> in my world, it does. <laughs> oh, repulsive, maybe. You're, you're, repultant. Maybe it has to do with repulsiveness. <laughs> you, you repel me. You're repultant. Well, the meaning of this word is... As a possessive it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Is shining brightly. Oh. Huh. So don't, don't ask it. me why. I'm just reading the things here. Yeah. Well, whoever wrote that dictionary is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this next one it has a couple meanings. Appendectomy. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always no X in espresso. Your participles Oh, yeah. And it's not what you're thinking. It's not when you you're your removing appendix your appendix. Removed. No, yeah. that's an appendectomy. Well, that's the same thing, I guess, an appendectomy. But this appendectomy in this world. Oh, I know. <laughs> you, you, at the end of your book, you have an appendix, and you're ripping out those pages that has the appendix on it in the back of your book. Yeah. Well, this here means. But I don't want your drop. If you really want, leave out that Oxford comp. Just keep in mind that these are you. The removal of an app from any smart device. <laughs> oh, so whenever you like touch the screen to make them all shiver, getting rid of you, getting rid of you. So you're removing those apps. The app indectomy. All yeah. right. So it could be removing an organ from your body or an app. <laughs> but don't leave no scar on your phone. <laughs> yeah. No scars left behind. <clears throat> Our next word is yes say. Our words not letters. Get it together. Y E S S A Y. Yes, say, Massa. Yes, Whatever say. you say, Massa. Yes, say. Yeah. Yes, say. Is that kind of like essay? 
essay, essay. Essay. Yeah, the, your your essay. Write an essay. Yes, yes, eh? <laughs> there could be like yes, day in that movie if you've seen it. But this is. A piece of writing that one just can't wait to write. Oh, <laughs> it's such a happy essay. It becomes a yes, a. <laughs> yes, I just so can't happy. wait can't to write this yes, a. <laughs> yeah. I would call that a really nerd. <laughs> yeah. You would be a big nerd. <laughs> we got one more word here. That's a. That's what you. That's oh, I know a better definition. That would be like um, when a when a writer has writer's block or constipation, and then you get yesterday's diarrhea. So. Oh, well, diarrhea of the mind when you write the essay. Huh? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming out. Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> constipated block. I got it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Our last, very last word here this week. Oh. Paraprosdokian. Paracrotch what? P A R A. Para. P R O S. Cross. It's a pair of crosses. O K I A N. Paraprostokian. Hmm. It's a cross between a pair and a prostate gland. I don't know what that would make, but I'm sure I wouldn't want to hear it talk. <laughs> Paraprostokian. Are you over there searching the web? No. <laughs> yeah, she is. I can see her doing it. She's cheating. It's uh, when you take a pair of crosses and you cross them to keep the vampires away. Yeah. Oh, a pair of crosses to keep the dinkians away. <laughs> the, 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 the vegans? Yeah, keep the vegans away. Some kind of helper? Well, this one here is a figure of speech in the latter part of the sentence that describes the first part of the sentence oh. to make it more funny. So, it is a helper. Like, so in a way, the sentence, I guess, is helping. To make it more funny. So it's like a punchline to a joke. Yeah. Why the chicken cross the road would be the first part to crit the other side. Would be the pero cross whatever he said. <laughs> Why did the turkey cross the road? Because he wanted to play chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that I don't know who comes up with these words, but you know what? So, uh, Terry, if you read your Reader's Digest, you maybe could have got some of these. <laughs> I did read it. I told you I read it, but I just don't have any comprehension skills. He, he, he has no memory. He's got, like, he's got goldfish memory. Go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool.
I told Josh, you should, you should read this Reader's Digest. It's full of those wacky words. Yeah, so, and I'm not going to do it. I said, I don't remember them. <laughs> it's like, There's more than 10, but I stopped at 10, and I was no. like, I'll save the rest for <laughs> next week, maybe, or add a few more with them. Wow. And so here we're done with our word list. This is really on the level, huh? This isn't a joke, is it? It's no joke. Far from it. That means it's time for Terry to return with his top ten. He's back with his top ten. Top ten. I got a good one. And hopefully it's not like the prison one. Oh, that was kind of gross. No. Hopefully it's funny. But I have some other. Um. This week, because in, I guess, two more days is Turkey Day, I've got 10, uh, ten, oh, 10 interesting facts about turkeys. All right. 10 facts about turkeys. Okay. Yeah, I got to yeah. remember to go backwards on my number. <laughs> number 10. <laughs> Number 10. Um, only male turkeys can gobble. Really? Huh. I didn't know that. Huh. And they usually only do it at mating season. So what are the, the, the female turkeys say? <laughs> come and get me, come and get me. <laughs> get off me, you fat, sweaty hog. <laughs> yeah. Um, they only gobble during mating season, so they're probably saying, "Here I am. Let's make some eggs." <laughs> but a, a male turkey is called a gobbler, and a female is called a hen. Uh, okay. Anyway, hen, hen, gobble, gobble, hen, hen, gobble, gobble. <laughs> I don't know. Um, number nine. Wild turkeys can fly. Yeah. And they can fly up to 55 miles per hour in a burst. Wow. Especially if somebody's shooting at them. (laughs) 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 And number Wild turkeys sleep in trees. Really? Yeah. They spend Even the female ones when they lay their eggs. Look out! <laughs> Bombs away! They spend most of the make day... A mess for that. <laughs> they spend most of the day on the ground foraging for food, but at nighttime they fly up into the trees to escape from all the little predators. Wow. Makes sense. And... And they can't see very well. <laughs> so, turkey with glasses. Oh, bottle glasses. <laughs> Number seven. Turkeys can change color. I'm so uh, embarrassed. I'm turning red. You dip them in water, they change when color. You, or you bake when them, you in, put the them in the oven, they, they turn golden brown. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, uh, <laughs> they say 
their heads can change color from red to blue to white, depending oh. on their mood. Red, white, and blue. Yeah. yeah like a mood ring. Yeah. <laughs> their head is a mood ring. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, what am I down to? Give me one of them biscuits that you made. I left two. One oh, okay. Number six, am I down to? Yeah, I think it's six. Number six is. Um, ben Franklin, excuse me, preferred the turkey over the bald eagle. Um, he didn't advocate for the turkey for the national bird. Um, he he liked he didn't like eagles because they would steal food from other. Uh, <laughs> and plus their heads weren't a mood ring red white yeah blue. <laughs> turkeys had red white and blue heads <laughs> and it tastes better yeah 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 let's see number five Turkeys can see better than humans, but they just said earlier that turkeys couldn't see very well. <laughs> right. That's kind of, if they got their glasses on, they can see better. <laughs> turkeys can see their eyesight is around three times better than humans. They can see in color. They can see their vision field of view is 270 degrees. So mm -hmm. that might be what they mean by see better than us because you know, we see well and compared to like falcons or eagles they don't see as well no yeah. 270 i cook them at 350 yeah <laughs> well, two, it just means like you're facing north you you can see uh almost all the way over to, to the west you know from from north all the way around a circle to west you just wouldn't be able to see that little wedge behind you you know from you know north to west area. That's how most things are. You can't see behind you. I didn't think, but I don't know. And I still got but, that, but, that, but <laughs> basically that's a pretty pretty wide field of view. Humans yeah. typically see it about 180 degrees. So if you're facing north, you can see everything from west to east in your peripheral vision. Yeah. That's why legal blindness is like uh, 45 degrees. So you cut that in half. Wait. Cut it in half and a half again. And all you see is the big E on the eye chart. Well, go ahead with your countdown 10 number. Um, number number, uh, number three. Presidential pardons of the turkeys started in. Dun, dun, dun. When do you think it started? I think it started under Ronald Reagan, but it might have been Jimmy Carter. 1989. Yeah. George H. George Bush. Yeah. Was it for yeah, I knew it wasn't, hasn't been for a long time, but you know, 89 is still a pretty long time ago. He, did the, <laughs> he had the first official turkey pardoning ceremony and 
Actually, uh, okay. what's his face? Biden just uh, uh, pardoned chocolate and chip yesterday. Yeah, I know he pardoned a couple, but I didn't read the story about Their it. Their name was Chocolate and Chip. So, anyway. <laughs> chocolate um, chip turkeys. <laughs> then, um, number three. Or is that, wait. Yeah, I'm down to number three. Turkey snoots. Are for mating. Turkey snoots. Yep, a snoot. You know, one of Jill's words. S n o o t snoot. Their nose. Turkey snoot is that thing that hangs on that piece of skin that hangs over their beak. Oh, that's what that's called, huh? The females prefer the bigger, the better. Ah. So if you have a big snoot, so size matters. You're saying, huh? Size does matter in the turkey world too. Um, and something and, educational there. We would wonder so, how they so use that. So, do they use that to mate with, or they just like like the way it looks? <laughs> oh, baby, you got a nice thought, looking snoot. Like the gobbler, it was called. But it's called a snoot. Yeah, snoot. <laughs> All righty. Dudley and the snort snoots. I remember. Snort snoot. That book, Stevie Red. Um, number number two. Guess what? Turkey poop. Their poop <laughs> determines if they're male or female. Oh, pink poop and blue poop. <laughs> male turkey poop. Should you stumble across it <laughs> and pick it up and go, hey. If you stumble across it, you must be constipated. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Step in it and have a stuck to your foot. Male turkey poop looks like the letter J, like Jill. She's male turkey poop. I'm a male turkey poop. (laughs) It's J-shaped, huh? Wow. Female turkey poop is like a spiral noodle. Uh, It's O-shaped. J-O. Spiral, just like it. Like no. a, a, a spiral. <laughs> the out. girl squirts it all out at once, and the guy, the J, is kind of well, like the beginning of a spiral, but he cuts it off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I've heard of this before, and it has to do with since the females are always laying an egg every month, that they, they, you know, poop and pee and do everything out of the same hole. It affects the shape of their poop when it comes out because they're always laying eggs, and it makes huh. their or pooping a hole be different size or shape or something. Interesting. For the things we learn on our podcast, we're very educational. Educational sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number one, it might not be funny, but sometimes mm-hmm. it is, but still funny and educational. Um, number one. Or number 10, whichever way you want to look at it. Last but not least, number 10, um, 46 million turkeys are killed each year for Thanksgiving feast. Ah! <laughs> turkey massacre. <laughs> <laughs> and if each turkey weighs on average 30 pounds, oh, really? then each American will consume 1.4 billion pounds of turkey 
Gobble, gobble. Turkeys don't weigh no 30 pounds. You go to the store, they're only like 18 pounds. Yeah. The tom turkey might weigh that much, but the hens weigh about half of that. Yeah. I don't know where they come up with that 30 pounds either. I've never seen it. It had to be a tom turkey. There's not, not that many. I've had a 25 pounder before, but. Yeah, those are generally the tom turkeys when they're up in the 20 pound range. The, the the hens are they can be as little as about 13 to 15 pounds yeah. for a small one but they're generally about 16 or 18 they're not generally over 20. you got to get one of those uh big 30 pound turkeys with the six drumsticks so you can put a chicken inside of it and a duck <laughs> <laughs> or ducking yeah. Yep. yeah so that way you can say oh you killed your father and his baby right of it I'd never seen that for how'd they get six drumsticks on that turkey? <laughs> Behold glue. TV. Some super glue, duct tape. <laughs> well, all the drumsticks are two from the duck and two from the chicken and two from the turkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like portholes. They had smaller legs hanging out the side. I still have my other kind of funny lists for later, but well, I figured I'd do that one because it's close to Turkey Day. Yeah, we'll try to get this out the, hopefully soon. before then or maybe on Turkey Day. We'll have to start looking for that Christmas pickle pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, well, um, with all of our list, uh, uh, the way it's... This fellow you're looking for is about as tough as they come. He wears a gun and he probably knows how to use it. The Retro Radio Podcast is home of the Retropods. I'm David. I'm Kelly. Presenting family-friendly entertainment in the form of classic old-time radio shows. Visit the homepage at retro-otr.com. While you're there, leave us an email comment on any of the show notes you could even like us on facebook or follow us on twitter we would love to hear from you this is by far the greatest thing we've ever did yet. uh yeah manual skill is, it just means you don't have to craft uh the reason why it's important for blindness rehabilitation is you know, often people like to lose their job or their vocation. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? Well, as long as you can maintain a hobby, you can maintain a good quality of life. And so knowing how to continue doing some manual skills will keep you busy, you know, keep you occupied. And of course, if you're an indoor person, that might mean crochet or knitting or, uh, you know, leather working or something. If you're a little more industrial strength, you might go in for some woodworking, which can be adapted easily for a blind person, as well as metalworking, like working with sheet metal, making a metal toolbox or something like that. Yeah. Um, but there's a wide range in just about any handicraft, uh, you know, working with ceramics, working with uh, any number of things. Now, wood burning eh, could be a little difficult. <laughs> <laughs> using hot glue is very difficult hot glue guns yeah some, some things like some that things are a little 
Uh, I, I personally wouldn't know how you might adapt that, but that might be a good question for Terry to research when he goes up to Heinz uh, coming up maybe after Christmas, right? Huh? Are you going to Heinz again? Um, when my mouth heals up. Oh. Uh, I was going to go up there. Uh, so your wife, your, your wife is praying, please, please make his mouth heal up, please. <laughs> Well, she wanted me to go already, and I told Jennifer I would go, but then I said, oh, wait, I got a, I got oral surgery coming up. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, back on manual skills, I, I, I didn't really prepare a lot. I sometimes like to just toss it out there and see what you guys want to talk about. Um, but anyway, um, I don't know. I, I guess in the sake of keeping it short, because we do have uh, – all of the hosts back and we've been just hitting all the bases on all of our topics. I will say this though, uh, if anyone has a question about what uh, you want to know about being blind, what blind people do, how they do it, uh, feel free to send us email uh, tsf at that sounds funny.com. You can call our voicemail number 401-753-4844. Uh, send us a, a, a contact link on our webpage. Send us an email that way. But just uh, think of what you want us to talk about, and we'll be happy to Ask answer that directly. <laughs> Ask Terry questions about. Uh, <laughs> I might not I, know the answer. <laughs> where have I heard that from? <laughs> <laughs> but but that could be a thing. Is ask drop us a line and ask a question. Uh, but for now, we'll just step it short here, and we can move on. What's he's acting awful chummy, though. Look to me like he's both sitting there in a hammock, sort of casting sheep eyes at one another. Think of this movie we watched called Medea's Family. Oh, yeah. Tyler Perry dressed up like a woman, and old grandma, I think. And this reminds me of something. Sounds like something she would do. He would, she would. Yeah. Did that happen to take place with a dead person in a coffin? <laughs> Bernie, you know, I don't think so. <laughs> no, there was a show with that, like that in the Medea, Medea's funeral. family funeral or some kind. Right. There's a lot of different Medea's shows out there. They couldn't uh, shut the coffin lid or whatever. Uh, well, you know, they say that uh, John Dillinger might have had that problem with shutting his coffin lid. Rick and sets in. <laughs> If you don't, we're talking about send us an email and we'll tell you, but not right now. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll put it, it is we'll now. Put it on our, we'll put it on our Patreon show. <laughs> yeah. Someday. If, if only we had one. We, it, you know, if we get 100 Patreon or people donating to us, or no, if we get 100 people following us, we'll start doing uh, a, a Patreon edition show. And if we get 100 patrons following us, we can do a video show. We ain't going to get that far because I ain't got it. <laughs> we'll get that many when we're about to retire. <laughs> if, if I would do a video, but someone else is going to have to be the one that run the video production, not me. I don't think but, people uh, would like looking at my ceiling the whole time that we're podcasting. <laughs> look at Jill's ceiling. Huh? Oh man, she's got spider webs. You, you, you can tell she's laughing because her phone is jiggling. Uh. Jiggle, jiggle. They teach that at school? Yeah, it's a lot of sissy stuff. 
Anyway, it is time for some final thoughts. Uh-huh. Oh. Hey, I uh, I lost it. Uh, we know that, but what's your final thought? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one. Act my age? I don't know how to act my age. I've never been this age before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, earlier we kind of touched on this. Um, Silence is golden unless you have a kid. Then silence is suspicious. Definitely. (laughs) Um, If you if you fail to find joy no, you you will have less joy in your life, but you'll still have the same amount of sleep. Yeah, you might as well make joy out of it. Uh, 80 inches of it. <laughs> uh, make some snow angels. I had to do that because of the snow. Yeah. yeah. But we don't have any. In fact, it's warm this week, so yeah. go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Well, I was going to make an alligator for dinner today, but I realized I've only got crock pots. <laughs> That's what those are for. Now we know. Oh. What kind of fruit should you have if you're sleepy? A napertizer. Black Friday. <laughs> you won't be around for that there, little guy. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter what kind of food is on that Thanksgiving table. It just matters who's around the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, heartwarming. Yeah. Um, one minute, you're young and cool. Maybe even a little dangerous. And the next, you're reading Amazon reviews for birdseed. <laughs> I guess you have a kid that wants a bird or something. <laughs> um, a farmer, the day before Thanksgiving, a farmer had 100 turkeys. When he woke up on Thanksgiving morning, he had 99 peacocks and one duck. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Some smart turkeys, really. I think online dating services is fine for senior citizens. I just don't think we should call it time is running out. <laughs> time is running out. <laughs> oh, that would be a name for a senior dating site. Yeah. 
I met him on time just running out. <laughs> no, don't be picky. Come on, time's running out. Um, mm. What do you call the soft tissue between a shark's teeth? The slowest swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going to do almost for Halloween, but I forgot to move it up. <laughs> uh, the day after Thanksgiving, 99 turkeys was turning in their peacock costumes and said, where's our duck friend? Well, this is a sign that was seen at the state park. The sign said, warning, we don't have internet here, so people enter have to speak to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this one's maybe kind of out of season. Why was the house so clean on Mother's Day? Because Mom spent all day Saturday cleaning it. Duh. Duh. House is gonna get clean. I don't have no more. I guess I, I can maybe squeeze in one more to get back onto the food topic for Thanksgiving. We'll call it quits then. Unless okay. life also hands you water and sugar, your lemonade is going to suck. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had life hands you lemons, you make lemonade. Oh, that's right. Without that water and sugar, your lemonade will not be good. It will be very sour. <laughs> no. But uh, I, that's all I got. And we have our jackhammer friends cranking it up here, making it hard to Tell what's going on. <laughs> At least on my end. Uh, oh, they seem to have things pretty well organized up here, don't they? Uh, but hey, this is where we like to sign off. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Uh, leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app or directory. Stop by the webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. Leave us a comment, send us an email. Call our voicemail at uh, 401-753-4844. Leave us your own funny life story or um, that, it, it, your final thought you want to say on the show or uh, anything you want to ask us about. So I'm glad they're jackhammering on your end. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully they'll be done with the jackhammer this week. They're supposed to be back tomorrow and then come back Friday and they should be done, I hope. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds fun. Unless you guys got some more, I'll hit the stop button. No, nope, you can stop. I'm My noisy stopping. little jackhammers left. <laughs> <laughs>
Megan yeah. going. Oh, Jack hammering L's going on here. Tune in next week and see if Terry got to eat any turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the toothless diet, you know. Yeah. 